More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Monday morning. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Telly flying solo with you today. DT is on assignment. And before the break, we played a little audio clip about, well, when President Joe Biden mispronounces LL Cool J's name during his speech at the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's Phoenix Awards. Ben, in case people didn't catch it before the break, play it again. This is Joe Biden during his speech, and uh, it kind of went, in my opinion, from bad to worse. Uh, The link tripping again? All right. Well, while you cue that up, Ben, I'll hit the Truth Talking text line. Truth Nation, hit us up, 833-212-1017. Thomas says, my elders, 80-plus, sometimes got my name wrong, and I was a relative. But maybe it was on the prompt screen. Uh, thank you for that, Thomas. And, no, it seemed like he was he was kind of flowing with it and trusted himself and it, it didn't. It didn't work out. So let's get to one more text message. And, uh, and and before we get back to that audio, Grant says, "Good morning, Telly and Ben. I'm just tuning in. I guess it doesn't matter. Is this something Biden said recently? Yes, it was over this weekend, and here it is again." The two of the great artists of our time, representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, <laughs> by the way. That boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's spent. And MC Light, both of you, thank you. Uh, and so. So distasteful. It, it, it is. I, I Reeks of men. It, it is something about when an older white man calls anybody black a boy. First off, LL is 50-something years old, if not older. Uh, and <laughs> he hasn't been out doing concerts with no shirt on for a minute now. And for you to say, I mean, that's the only thing that you can come up with, not the impact he has had in hip hop, which is celebrating 50 years. You couldn't think of anything else to say but something about his biceps, the boys, excuse me, the man's biceps. Like that, yeah, it, like at first I was like, ah, you know, it's just an older person, you know, making a mistake. But then the more I kept listening to it, I, 
it's not Ben, you just don't come out and say something that you normally don't say. Uh-huh. Your conversation is basically consistent on how you speak, what you say, how you feel, how you feel, what, what ex- your subconscious is really what, thinking, what you choose to express. <laughs> <laughs> and so I look at it more or less is this how you always talk? Oh yeah. Yeah, we 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 caught we caught, caught uh Joe Biden rare form yesterday. Yeah, know? is this how you normally talk? And so, uh, Truth Nation, I want to know your thoughts about this. I mean, this is not just a slip of the tongue, or is it? Or maybe are we looking into it too much? Or is there something there that we need to pay attention to? Um, we have another text. Uh, it says, "Good morning. I feel it was very disrespectful for the president of the United States to refer to a fully grown black man as a boy. Blacks will still support him, sadly, because he stated before, you're not black if you don't vote for me. <laughs> he did say that. Grant says, maybe the president was trying to be comical. The audience laughed hysterically. And I'm still laughing. But truthfully, it's shameful and I'm embarrassed again. Yeah, I don't think he was, you know. The last time we checked, Joe Biden has never been mistaken as a comedian. So I don't think he was being comical because he was trying to clean it up on both ends. He said LLJ cool, cool J or whatever he said. And then he changed it from boy to a man. Mike from Mill Rose said if Biden was 80 and black and called him boy, would it be different? I, I mean. Well, you know what? In, in, in my honest opinion, I think it would be different. Okay, yeah. like, 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 let's not. I think absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? I, I, I'm a fully grown man. I, I'm 31 years old, and if if a white person was to refer to me as boy, I instantly take mad. You disrespect. feel a certain kind of way. I, I feel very. But if I said, "Hey, Benjamin, that's my boy," yeah, that's a whole different story. Whole, and it's, it comes down to the in, the in the context of what you use it in, right? And you being the United States president, and a lot of people already know Joe Biden has a lot of uh, uh, KKK backgrounds. Okay, um, the, you can't. That's insensitive to say. Y'all want to be so so uh, um, um, sensitive to everybody else's plights and things like that, or want to get people's pronouns correct. Get ours correct. Okay. Exactly. Don't refer to me as a boy when you see me as a man. Okay. Yeah. If, if I am truly just a boy, I'm ten years old, eleven years old, then fine. Okay. But you see. Hello, Cool J. Like, like he said, the boy got bigger muscles than his thighs. Yeah. All right. Oh, Joe Biden, your thighs are old and wrinkly, and I'm pretty sure they're pretty frail. Okay. So you don't you don't want to have LL Cool J feel like he got to knock you out because his mama said so. Yeah. Okay. You don't want that type of tension. All right. I know you got your finger on the button because you the United States president, but my God, Joe Biden, get it correct. All right. If you're not falling asleep at the podium, just get our rappers or our, our, our icons, our legends' names correct. Put some yeah. respect on their names. And, and, but let's let's go back a couple of weeks and and uh, let's look on the other other side of this, Ben. Uh-huh. When Vice President Kamala Harris ah. was dancing at a residence. <laughs> right, right, and right. And people were like, oh, man, the vice president is throwing party, hip hop party. She's down. And this, that, and the other. So, again, this is one of those situations where if we don't acknowledge the impact and uh, that hip hop has had and the entire culture. Mm-hmm. Then who else will? Our president can't even get one of the most iconic rap artists or artists, period, uh, name correct. Right. 
So do you think it's important for him to honor 50 years of hip hop and and this, that, and the other? And the only reason why I think he gave a shout out to LL Cool J and MC Light was because he was at the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's Phoenix Award. He shot out LL Cool J and, and uh, MC Light. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Surprised they didn't say Lil Wayne. Just right. I mean, can you think of like what two black more rapper random names? <laughs> two ra- I'm like, my goodness. So. Um, Where's that Nasir Jones guy? I, again, I just think that uh, slip of the tongues aren't necessarily slip of the tongues. Mm-hmm. No, it, it really goes to show exactly where your mindset state is. But you know what? I, you know, because I, I love to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes. You know, I'm a, I'm a good human being. And I would love to th- love to think that, you know, people aren't as evil as some people try to portray them to be. So let's play yeah. play around with the idea that, you know, Joe Biden was trying to be a comedian, right? Yeah. I personally think, you know, that, yeah, he may have been trying to be funny. The only downside to it is the fact that he went to offend a, a, a large majority of black Americans here in America. Yeah. I, you know, Especially black men. Black men. Because yeah. you know what? There was a Texan who just texted in. All right. Uh, shout out to Grant. And uh, anybody want to text in on this conversation was uh, Joe Biden wrong for referring to LL Cool J as a boy. Like, go get, go get, go get that over there, boy. Um, <laughs> uh, text in at 833-212-1017. But what Grant went on to say is, he says, uh, you know what? Coming from white people, all right, and they need to know this, all right? Boy and the N-word is one and the same, all right? They need to know this. And it's synonymous. Because yeah. ultimately, I, I get offended if, uh, if 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 any white person refers to me as boy. I don't know if there's just my ancestral DNA kicking in. Or, like you said before, Taylor, because I like how you have, uh, presented that. You know, if we don't respect our culture, who else will if, yeah. we, if we don't uplift people in our in our neighborhoods and our communities uh as as the heroes that they are who else will actually give them that respect yeah. like you said joe Biden's not gonna do it and yeah. i feel like a lot of times when because <laughs> the slip of the tongue idea you know i think is really how he feels you know yeah. I, I think that's truly how joe biden feels i think that's how he navigates each and every day that's more than likely why he was always hovering over uh barack obama's shoulder you yeah. know <laughs> hovering over his shoulder like is this boy gonna do the job right or not <laughs> <laughs> we we really finna go for this eight term presidency, President Barack Obama, boy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, and it goes back to if that's your normal conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't curse, so I'm not gonna have yeah, a slip of the tongue where right. you are gonna hear me cursing somebody out. Yeah, that's not how I talk. That's not a part of my vocabulary. So if that's not a part of your vocabulary, at least on a consistent basis, then you're not going to have that slip of the tongue. Mm -hmm. That's how you talk. That's true. And truly, even if Joe Biden was uh, joking around and kidding around, you know, uh, 200 years ago, they they used to laugh as they called us the N-word as well. You know, they used to laugh as they they whipped us. So it's, 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 I'm not saying that him going and uh, calling LL Cool J a boy is, uh, is, as hurtful as a as a whip hitting your back, but it makes you think and wonder what, like you said before, what really goes on inside his household. You know how he truly thinks, because like somebody might make a joke and it might be some dark, sinister joke, but it might still be a racist joke, right? Like I remember uh, just being out in uh, Vegas one time, and this old white lady, she was helping me out at uh, at Walmart, and I'm telling you, I, I wanted to knock this this lady off her feet. I am not going to lie, but <laughs> but I went to go ask this lady for a USB cord. And uh, she was like, I was like, where's the USB cords at? She was like, you know, um, um, 
uh, we have them right over here. You know, she was like, we have these uh, small ones that are three inches, and we also have these other ones that are like five feet long. So, and she was like, she was like, they're uh, five feet long, and they're so long we can hang you with them. And I'm like. <laughs> oh my god somebody get me out of the wall but she laughed she laughed as if, if everything was all normal you know because in her mind you know it's just a, a, like like that's a, a joke that she would have joke. around her friends yeah yeah, yeah. but girl yeah, if we was not in this walmart right now exactly okay i'll I call him a cousin <laughs> call him my cousin and deal with you because that was a racially insensitive joke yeah because let's be real you gonna we, hang me with the usb card exactly you we still hate me you talk Talk different around your boys or your friends or family than you would talk in public. Right. And that's everybody. Like some of the things that you may discuss in your household or amongst your friends and family, you would never say in a professional or business setting. Mm-hmm. And but you also have to be mindful that those things and thoughts may creep out if you're not careful. Right. And so I just think that if that's something you practice, it's it's not that easy to turn on and turn off. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I could, just me, I don't think I could curse like a sailor and then when it's time for me to be on the radio or on television, just turn it off. And then if I some, do. yeah, but I'm just saying, but I'm just saying that's just for me. I mean, there's a, there's tons of people that yeah. do it, uh-huh. but. I just feel like for me, I work too hard to have one word slip out and everything is taken away mm. just because I dropped an F-bomb right. and, and it was just accidentally like, oops, slip of the tongue. But because I don't talk like that, I never worry about if I'm going to curse on the air. Interesting. You you know what, Telly, my question to you in regards to you not cursing whatsoever, um, is this something also is – is this something that you developed to kind of help protect your brand as well? Uh yes. Hmm. Yes. It was it was two reasons why. Um uh when I first got into television, um again, I that was my mentality. Right. I because I saw a couple of colleagues that happened to where uh they had a hot mic, they didn't know they the mic was still on and they started cursing like a sailor. Yeah. And and then boom, they Just got rid like of them. That. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. So it was that. And when I had when I start having kids, mm-hmm. well, when my wife started having kids, um I just didn't want to bring my kids up in an environment where that's all they heard. Mm. Is just curse words, just you know. You mother, yeah, yeah, just you know. Um, I just wanted them to know that you didn't have to. You can communicate in other ways and not use profanity. Or, I mean, they will never mm. grow up. Like when they get grown, they will never be able to say, "I came from a household where we heard everything all the time." Like, yeah. no, I always was very conscious of that. So, no, that's that's very interesting, Telly, especially uh with the craft that you do, mm. right? Um and one thing I want to speak to is, you know, cuz it's almost as if if you're not cursing, then you're actually kind of forced to use your 
your word bank a little bit more. Yeah. Right? You, you actually have Absolutely. to go there to actually express truly how you feel. You can't just hide it behind a curse word. Yeah. Right? Like uh, people may say that they had, an, uh, I'm just going to say an effed up day, right? You, mm-hmm. you may feel like you had an effed up day. Um, Instead of saying it was effed up, you could actually go and expound upon. Like, yeah, look up words. That like I had a contentious day. Mm-hmm. Mm, I had a contentious day. Yeah, okay. which means that, you know what, it was a lot of contention, no, no, but a lot of stress. The it, dictionary of telly. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, it was probably effed up. Yay, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just I think that does allow you to expand your mm-hmm. vocabulary right. and, and uh, use words that you normally don't use, but because a lot of times we'll be put in situations where we're trying to f- sound smarter and, and we start to use words that don't even, you know, make sense mm-hmm. in sentences. But if you practice that, it's like anything. You you practice it, you practice it, and then you just, you develop it. That's yeah. why, you know, uh, attorneys, they practice law. You have right, doctors right. that practice medicine. Mm. They're not experts. They're constantly practicing to perfect it. So we'll continue this conversation on the other side of the break. Truth Nation, we love the traffic we're getting on the Truth Talk and text lines, 833-212-1017. Join the conversation. Give us your thoughts on Joe Biden mispronouncing LL Cool J's name and then referring to the boy's, excuse me, the man's uh, biceps as being massive. So I don't know if he was able to clean it up. But we'll continue the conversation on the other side of the break. Before we move on, make sure you get your voice heard. 833-212-1017. More Truth Be Told with DT and Telly after this. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is 1017 The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Hard as hell, battle anybody, I don't care, you tell, I excel, they all fail, gonna cancel double How can you get Rock the Bells artist name wrong? LL Cool J. Apparently, President Joe Biden couldn't get it quite right and then tried to make it right by commenting on his massive biceps that the boy, excuse me, man, possesses. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. I'm Telly flying solo. DT is on assignment. The Truth Talking text line has been lighting up. Truth Nation, we want to hear from you. 833-212-1017. Melissa says, I miss disciplining myself in that area. Church helped me to tame my tongue. Then one day I said, F it, and went back to cursing. Really don't know why either. I do have to agree with Telly. It is a practice that can be mastered. Thank you for that text message, Melissa. And you're absolutely right. It's something that you can do as long as you just put your mind and effort towards it. Let's head to the Truth Talk line. Al, you are on Truth Be Told. Good morning. What's your question or comment? 
Well, my comment is, is, you know, I speak a certain way because sometimes when you try to speak proper, they still kind of like throw you off. But when you use a certain belligerent words, it gets everybody attention. But by all means, do you. But what I was going to say with uh, Biden on him saying this, I guess referring to LL Cool J as a boy, he is an older gentleman. He is in his, what, 70s or late 80s or something like that? I think, so ask uh, yeah, yourself, late 70s, yep. Yeah, so ask yourself this question. Do you really think he's going to remember uh, LL Cool J if he don't listen to it? And I'm not taking up for him. It's like some of your grandparents who still use certain words for certain groups of people. And some of them even go to church. They're stuck in their ways. But when they say the word, they doesn't use the word to demean. And then you have to keep in mind, Biden is Caucasian. You know, Caucasian is going to look at anything that's black as being big and massive. So why would he sit here and say, hey, that's LL Cool J? Yeah. When he might listen to Billy Bob Thornton or John Wayne or something. So let's just you just let's just be realistic, because if he would have said black ass boy, I can see. <laughs> well, well, Al, before we, we let you go, I, I want to ask you this. Now, if he's having trouble remembering LL Cool J's name, then don't go down that rabbit hole. If you don't know something, then just leave it alone. Like you don't, you've never heard oh, President Obama get up there and talk about Chris Stapleton and country music and stuff like this because he probably doesn't listen to that and he doesn't know. But my question is, is if he's having trouble remembering LL Cool J's name. How confident do you feel about him knowing and being engaged in foreign policies and, and things like that that are really, really important to everyone in America? Well, I'm going to be honest. I think he is too old, and I think that's why we need to go independent with Cornell West because we're not getting nothing from no side. And we do need somebody who's not going to be a punk, a punk about it because whether it's Biden or Trump and people go hurt to hate to hear this, they're still going to protect their own, whether it's Trump or Biden. And they're both are like kind of over the hill. So we need somebody younger and somebody who know how we think and somebody who's not going to be a punk. Because as I stated, they're still going to protect their own on both sides. Yeah. Thank you for the call, Al. We appreciate your call and your listenership as always. And um, you make some great points. I, I think that uh, – you know, we we have to consider Joe Biden's age and things of that nature. But um, sometimes a slip of the tongue isn't just a slip of the tongue. And we don't know what the meaning was behind it. Yes, we can come up with a lot of different theories of him being older. And that's just the way that he's always thought or always have talked. And um, but we also have to not be so quick to always give somebody a pass because here's the deal. They're not always so quick to give black men a pass on different things. And so, and I will say this and I will say this to the day that I, that I die. The black community is the most forgiving community there is. Uh, we always try to find a way to be like, oh, maybe you didn't mean it that way, or oh, you know, let's let's step back and let's not overreact. 
And then sometimes I think we miss the opportunities to react to something. Now, I'm not trying to make this a bigger deal than what it was. He messed up LL's name, called him a boy, and and then tried to change it to a man, and then he moved on. And nor am I going to get more animated and heated up than LL did because you haven't heard LL come out and say anything about it. So maybe he just took it as, all right, you know, it is what it is. Let's just move on. But sometimes you also can't just be so quick to brush it under the rug. We know it'll get swept under the rug eventually, but we are just so quick. Like, it's not even five minutes old, and then we're like, oh, he didn't mean that, this, that, and the other. So let's go back to the True Talk and text line, 833-212-1017. Marlon says, I think Joe Biden was trying to be hip without success. That's what we say to each other, that boy. So he thinks he down when he is not. That could be the case as well, Marlon. Uh, uh, thank you for your text message. Uh, it, it's hard to say, but again, when we as a black community are offended, we are so quick to say, well, maybe they didn't mean that uh, that way or maybe it truly was a slip of the tongue. I mean, I I encounter situations like that more often than I choose to, and I am the one that usually is like, all right, maybe he mean that or let me just move on. But on this platform and it's the president of the United States, the president, like, come on, man. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Look, I mean, Telly, I think you already kind of explained what's going on in Joe Biden's mind. Obviously, him saying, boy, it could have been him trying to be hip, but I think it was more so this is truly how he feels. Yeah. You know, uh, he does have a, a background of uh, offending blacks. I mean, whether it comes down to the ni- 1995 crack bill, um, which now his son smokes crack on the daily, or whether it comes down to him telling uh, uh, his voter base, you know, you're not black if you don't vote for me. You know, now he's trying. And, and honestly, I love the point that you even brought up the fact with uh, Kamala Harris, because I think right now uh, Joe Biden and his team, you know, his his uh, what I want to call cronies uh, cronies um, are out here trying to satisfy their voter base. They're, they want to satisfy black Americans however they possibly can. So whether it's Kamala Harris doing Kamala Harris doing the hip hop 50th in September after hip hop had already turned 50, you know, or, <laughs> you know, uh, Joe Biden doing this. And, and like you said before, he was only bringing up LL Cool J and MC Light because he was at a, a black event. Yeah. You know, would he have done this at, at the White House if this was an all white event? Absolutely he, not. Or, or maybe so. Maybe this maybe this is how he talked behind closed doors. <laughs> He's yeah. like, that boy think he got a chance to win it. No, boy. No, boy. <laughs> so, no, boy. So now he's uh, from uh, New Orleans. Come on, man. Hey, <laughs> hey man. Man, that man. Like, come on, man. Uh, it's but, completely wild. Man. Yeah, it is. It is definitely uh, something that, you know, caught our attention. And I felt like it was something that should be discussed because I don't think there is a right or wrong answer uh, here. I don't think he's the worst person ever. I don't think he's a racist or anything like that. But I also believe that. This is a part of his common everyday type of speech, but uh, this part of his brand by now, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. We just know Joe Biden gonna have a slip of the tongue somewhere. He may fall asleep at the podium, yeah, or he may fall off his bike and might, not even I, be pedaling. Right? Uh, <laughs> you know, it could be a bunch of things that could happen. This happen when you got an old ass president, man. Somebody born in the 1940s. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well. 
I don't know. Moving on, after the break, Ben, we're going to get to something that a lot of movie and TV watchers will be rejoicing about this morning. That is because a preliminary deal has been reached after a five-month-long writer's strike. That means that once the strike is over, all your new shows that usually premiere September 1st for the fall season will hopefully come back in the play and they will be um, updated. So we'll give you more information on that on the other side of the break. Keep it locked. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. If you're just tuning in, good Monday morning. Thanks for kicking off your Monday and your week with us here at Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Nation, it's time to elevate and level up your business skills at Forever Media's Lead the Movement Conference. This conference will teach you how to lead effectively, innovate talent acquisition, elevate your brand, and champion diversity and inclusivity. Lead the Movement Conference will be held on September 29th, from 8 to 3.30 p.m. at Henry Meyer Festival Park. For more information, visit ltmconference.com. And since we want to help you elevate your brand, I will be giving away two free tickets to attend the conference this Friday. Be caller number seven. Of course, lucky number seven, right now at 833-212-1017 for your chance to win tickets to attend the Forever Media's Lead the Movement Conference this Friday at Henry Mayer Festival Park. That should be a good time. Make sure you are caller number seven and get these free tickets. Only two of them, though, but that's better than none. What you got, Ben? Oh, yes. You can call now. (laughs) Ben's like, tell them to call now. Yes, call right now. Be caller number seven to get two free tickets to attend the Lead the Movement Conference, which will take place this Saturday, 833-212-1017. Be caller number seven. Good news for Hollywood writers and TV watchers. After a five-month-long strike, a preliminary deal has been reached between union leaders and Hollywood studios. Man, that is really good news. According to AP News, the three-year agreement must be approved by the Writers Guild board and members before the strike can be deemed officially over. A deal has not been reached with SAG actors who are also currently on strike. But you got to believe that if the writers can get something done, uh, a deal reached, and even uh, that's a, kind of a short-term deal. That's kind of putting a Band-Aid on the only three-year agreement, and then they have to go back and do this all over again. But you would have to believe that the SAG actors 
um, union is right behind them in terms of getting back to work. Because if you got writers back to work, but they're writing for the actors who aren't working, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, yes, you can get ahead and, and um, I guess, you know, write up some scripts for some episodes that will be coming up, but um, it, it doesn't make sense it, to have one without the other. So you would think that that would be the case. So that is good news for movie and TV watchers because uh, as of now, you're getting a lot of reruns and, and um, uh, extended reality TV. Um, so I'm sure people would be okay that Big Brother doesn't last for an hour and a half as opposed to the half hour, hour that it normally does. But if you're a Big Brother fan, maybe you like it. But um, But if you're a fan of other shows that – require scripts and writers um this is really good news for you uh because that means that your favorite shows are right around the corner and that is actually good news for one specific actor (laughs) um man ben we we talked about this uh to start the show uh it is It is very, very um, unfortunate, but he's in this situation. And that he is Anthony Anderson. I'm sure you may have heard by now, but a judge has ordered Anthony Anderson to pay his wife spousal support. And that monthly tab is going to be $20,000 a month. 20K. Damn! <laughs> I just wanted to say damn, because it's like, <laughs> wow. So Anthony Anderson has to pay his his baby mom or his ex-wife $20,000 yeah. a month? No, this, this is ex-wife. It ain't baby mama. Uh, they got two... Um, uh, I think they're adult kids, or they at least are in college, because... If I'm not mistaken, he has a son that uh, attended or is attending Howard and uh, where he started school Mm -hmm. and then uh, dropped out. And uh, and I think he went back to get his degree. But his son, I know he has a son that either is still attending Howard or started attending Howard. And I believe he has a daughter as well. I know he has two kids by his his ex-wife, but he must still live out in California. Uh, that, oh, that's yeah. what I'm assuming. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because like uh, you know, w- w- when this scenario popped up, the first thing that came to my, my mind is honestly Dr. Dre and his ex-wife. Ooh. Like he he's forced to pay her. I, I want to say it's like a almost like a million dollars a a month, and it's all based off of what she's her standards of living, basically. Yeah, and it's like he has to pay his ex-wife now twenty thousand dollars each and every month, and for the rest of you know, her life, I just, I don't know. It, or me, whatever the shows, agreement is where they they probably they he has to do that until. No, I don't know if they had a prenup because they got married early, like yeah. well before. I think they were in college when they met. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think she was pursuing a career in acting, and he was. And, and then he ended up leaving school. And, of course, he's been very successful 
in his movie and TV career. And um, and they ended up getting married and they had some they had some issues. I mean, even going back to the set of Hustle and Flow, uh, where Anthony Anderson got into some trouble uh, with another female in Memphis while they were recording or or, uh, filming the movie. And uh, they've had several breakups, but I think this was finally the last straw, so to speak. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, again, you can go back and fact check this, but um, she filed for divorce one uh, one time before, and then they were able to uh, uh, reconcile. I think it was right after the things that were going on when he was filming uh, Hustle and Flow in Memphis. Uh, are you uh, talking about the sexual allegations? Yes. Sheesh. Yes. Now, yes. That, that was big Anthony back then. That's when he was still fat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was big Anthony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black folks <laughs> been riding with Anthony Anderson so from the from the get go. All right, we know about that brother. Yeah, like he said in the in the car in that Capri, it ain't over for me. Mm. He told he told him he said it ain't over for me. But what do you think, Truth Nation? Hit us up real quick. We're running out of show. 833-212-1017. What are your thoughts about Anthony Anderson having to pay his ex-wife twenty thousand dollars a month in spousal support? That's some black-ish. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that this writer strike is over hey, for because he's gonna have to get back to work to pay I, this tab. I wonder if that affected the outcome of this at all. You know, because uh, I'm certain during during court, you know, he's like, "Hey, I might not even have a job next year." You know, I, I, for the foreseeable future, uh, Your Honor, I may not even be getting paid like that anymore. Can you do anything? You know. Ooh, ooh. Well, to combat that, Ben, I I believe he was already giving her something, mm-hmm. but the judge deemed that if he makes two million or more annually, then it would go up. Mm, okay. So, I think they got wind that Anthony Anderson is still pulling in good bread, and they went back to court, and yeah, she getting twenty G's a month. You know, my thing is, it's more so of a question about Anthony Anderson. Like, what what is the the next step for him? Because you know, I know a lot of times when these celebrities feel like they're getting a down down and out rut or whatever, and they feel like they can't no longer pay for their their uh, current lifestyle, the way they're living, they usually go back and put a lot more work in into the craft. They find other other uh, things to do. So I'm certain if he's only uh, making two million dollars uh, uh, a year, or if that's his net worth, him paying her. Twenty thousand dollars per year. That's almost like a. That's almost a twenty thousand per month, not oh, per yeah, year. Yeah, there, there you go. Twenty thousand dollars <laughs> per month. If I do my mathematician, okay, that is an eighth of what he actually makes per year. So he has to do something to actually, you know, uh, uh, make that make that up for lack of better words. Yeah, and but also Ben too, like do another barbershop or something. Right? <laughs> exactly. Like you can't predict what. Or the type of money he may make next year, mm-hmm. for real, because he's an actor. He may get three movie roles. Yeah. He may only get one. He may come out with a new talk show. You, you know, you just don't know. That's why I think that they just set a number and they say, "All right, uh, if he makes X amount uh, of money per year mm-hmm. then this is what it is so let me go to the actual article it says nearly 19 months after they split for the second time anthony anderson and his wife have finalized their divorce 
According to new reports, the blackish actor has been ordered to pay a big bag for monthly spousal support. Uh, Legal documents obtained by People magazine state that Anderson will pay a base rate of $20,000 in monthly spousal support to his ex-wife, Alvina. The monthly payments have the potential to increase, though. Should his should his income exceed two million a year? That's where, yeah, I'm glad I'm getting the facts wait, now. Wait, wait, so, wait! Oh my god! So check this out: Should his income exceed two million a year, Anderson will have to pay Alvina twenty percent of it. Sheesh! There it is. So basically, she's going to be taking a fifth of his income, regardless. You know, he he could be a billionaire, right? She's still going to get two hundred fifty million dollars. Like that's crazy. Or actually, not two hundred fifty million; it'd be two hundred million. But still, that's yeah. crazy. But I, I know he was uh, jumping up and down for joy once the writer strike was over. You know, <laughs> now he can get back to some TV shows. Now, now America can get back to watching just television. Hey, you know? So, so uh, do you? Do you now? If you're Anthony Anderson, go and negotiate. Be like, hey man, just give me uh, one point nine million, man. Don't do nothing over two million, man. I ain't trying. <laughs> hey, for real, because honestly, it's, it's, it's really a loss for him, man. Unless he's gonna be making like. Double that, he's, yeah. he's gonna ultimately lose each and every time. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, you know, this is why people don't be getting married now, man. They be like, bro, this business sucks. Yeah, man, right? this marriage deal is it sucks, and it, ultimately, a lot of times, it works out better for the woman than it does the man. Absolutely. You know? Now, I, I am, I am terrible at math. That was one of the reasons why I got into journalism. But <laughs> I am going to go twenty. I'm on my calculator. If uh-huh. you're watching, uh, you can always stream us and watch us live on YouTube and Twitter at 1017 the truth and 101.7 the truth dot com and uh you can see me right now i'm I'm on my calculator twenty thousand times twelve mm-hmm. so that's two hundred forty thousand two hundred forty thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. which eh i mean if you're anthony anderson and you're making you know two million uh, but, that's pretty much taxes right there oh i didn't even yeah, yeah. And you're in the state of California. Right. Taxes are very extremely high. Yes. And, and I mean, the cost of living is ridiculous. I have a friend out there in Cali, and she was talking about uh, uh, gas right now, $7 a pot. Yeah. Said, yeah. It's, it's real out there. That's I, worse than I Am Legend prices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lived in L.A. for a little while, and yes, those, those prices are real and when we come back we will wrap things up with our truth of the matter where we will get real with some of the topics and takeaways from today's show thanks for listening in keep it locked we have one more segment to go you listen to truth be told with dt and telly truth be told with dt and telly returns after this on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017thetruth.com Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You all know what it is, Truth Nation! This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly! Your boy Ben Jammin! This is Truth of the Matter! Hey, that's right. You heard Ben Jamming. 
It's time for Truth of the Matter. This is the time of show where we will get our takeaways from some of the subjects that we have discussed over the last two hours. And I will kick off my Truth of the Matter. And that is, it's really good to see Usher get his flowers now. I think he is one of our generation's greatest entertainers. And it's always good for artists and entertainers to get their flowers while they're still with us and not just talked about so gracefully when they're not with us anymore. And as good as that felt, some of that was stripped away when I heard President Joe Biden mispronounce LL Cool J's name. Because no matter how big we get, sometimes people are still going to look at us as less than or as a boy or whatever the case may be. So we know the impact LL Cool J has had on hip-hop and the culture as a whole. And not just in that, but he's been a successful actor for about 20 years now. So for Joe Biden to refer to him as boy... Um, I thought it was really disrespectful, even if it was a slip of the tongue. But nonetheless, we continue to move on. Ben Jammin, what's your truth of the matter? You know what, Telly? My truth of the matter is, you know what? Because uh, Joe Biden definitely did disrespect LL Cool J. Call that, that, that man a man when you see him out there. Um, but you know what? what? What I'm proud of is that we got a black man, a black quarterback, running the Green Bay Packers. Okay, he's running the Green Bay Packers, and I love it. I'm uh, so uh, so happy that uh, Wisconsin fans are just um, taking in Jordan Love and hopping on the love train, man. So everybody out there, my truth of the matter is hop on the love train. Hop on the love train. It's easier to love uh, than it is to hate. There's a lot more in it. <laughs> As we said before, love conquers all. Thanks for joining us on this morning and make it a great week a great monday you're listening to truth be told with dt and telly up next is the truth with sherwin hughes peace out